Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sex and Sensuality Podcast. I am your host, Mika Nicole, and we also have our lovely co-hosts, Joy and Tony. We cannot wait to get a chance to talk a little bit about the two of them and introduce you to these wonderful, wonderful co-hosts. Myself, I am a licensed therapist and sex educator. I also host a burlesque show. I write, produce, and direct it, and it's called Sex and Sensuality, which this podcast is based upon. This podcast is all about speaking what your little dirty mind thinks, and we cannot wait to get into all of our topics today and just keep it moving. Joy, tell me a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to go over to Tony, and then we'll get into tonight's topic. Good evening, everyone. As she mentioned, my name is Joy. I am a second grade teacher, and I also work at one of our popular clubs in Atlanta um, on the weekends. And about my weekend, this weekend, Labor Day weekend, it was not as busy as I would have liked it, but it was cool. (laughs) A few places on Sunday night, so it was pretty cool for me. Good, good, good. And Tony. Hey, my name is Tony, and I am a compatibility coach and a relationship coach. I have a show on YouTube, Tony Talks, and I'm very well known on Instagram, Facebook, (laughs) and sometimes Twitter that I am Tony 25. Uh, My weekend was chill. I didn't do anything. I didn't go out. I pretty much almost broke my leg. So oh goodness! I have a brace on. It's really swollen. I was cutting down trees and fell. So oh lord! Happy Labor Day! <laughs> well, happy Labor Day! I hope you start feeling better soon. This leg heals up very quickly. <laughs> Again, this is the Sex and Sensuality Podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks, and our topic tonight is on talking in the bedroom. How important is it to be vocal in the bedroom? Why should we do it? Do you moan and talk in the bedroom? Then we'll get a little bit into that topic. And then we'll talk a little bit about some of our juicy gossip of the day and some sex questions that we have to answer, as well as some of Tony's constellation mapping. So let's get into it, guys. Do you moan in the bedroom? Yes or no? And if you don't, why not? So listen, I feel that talking in the bedroom is so important because it gives you an opportunity to tell your partner exactly what it is that you want, how you want it, and when you want it, right? Like if the person is going down on you, you can say a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, kiss a little harder, suck a little harder, suck a little softer. And I think those things, things are important because if you're not telling them what to do, then they don't know what to do. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So, Joy, let me hear some of your thoughts about talking in the bedroom and how do you feel about it? For me, it actually took me a very long time to be vocal in the bedroom. I'm still a little shy. I'm down to being vocal as far as using words. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as moaning, 
I definitely moan. It's not, you know, that moaning you hear on porn, but it's <laughs> some. And I think it is important because you're letting your partner know that it feels good what they're doing. You know, if you're just silent, that was, that could be kind of awkward. Like everybody just quiet. This is some quiet ass thing. So, <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't want just quiet sex because when it's quiet, you feel odd. Like, I know if my partner is quiet in the bed, I'm going to feel like, dang, are you enjoying it? You know, am I doing it right? And I need to know what I'm doing. I need to know that if I kiss you here, you like it. If I right. rub you here, you like it. Um, if I'm rubbing you too soft, you know, whatever. Tell me something. Give me some type of direction. Right. Tony, what are your thoughts? Well, I don't moan in the bedroom. <laughs> and the reason why is because I'm the top and usually the person on the bottom is the one moaning. So. <laughs> but I do appreciate <laughs> I do appreciate them talking to me. I mean, it does let me know. You know where I am. You know, gives me an update as to how I'm doing. So <laughs> definitely want to do a good job. <laughs> do you feel like just because you're on the top that you shouldn't say anything? I mean, I might tell them, you know, hey, this is some good ass. I might say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Just to let them know I'm, I'm enjoying part, the partaking of this this moment. <laughs> but uh, well, you made a good point because what we've been talking about is the person receiving, right? Like we want to know that the person that's getting it from us is enjoying it. But do they need to hear from us when we're giving? Mm-hmm. Like, is it important for them to hear from us too? So what do y'all think about that? I think, yes, both parties need to say something. I know the last relationship I was in, or the last person I was dating, our chemistry was very great when it came down to bedroom sex. It was not over the top. It wasn't, you know, things being said that was like weird or a turn off. It it was just everything fit right, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important because it's turning both of you on. You know, if it's just one person, I still think it's awkward if it's just one person saying something. And again, you don't necessarily have to say anything, you know, words. But um, I think both parties should be saying, moaning, saying something. Doing something. I agree. And then you mentioned earlier, and I'm going to come back to this piece, but you mentioned earlier about sounding like a porn star. A lot of people think like they're supposed to go, ah! Like all those crazy sounds, like that's not realistic. No one just sits there and make those type of noises. And to me, if I'm watching a porn and I hear all that, I'm turned off immediately. Like that's a turn off to me because it sounds fake. It sounds right. Sounds contrived. So watch mm -hmm. porn. Like I turn the volume down on all the porn. Mm. Now, if I'm watching homemade porn, I don't turn the volume down because I feel like that's real, you know, real vocals. But yeah, any porn that's already like directed in a studio and they doing all that fake screaming and all that stuff, I turn it down. But I love to hear real moaning like, 
Mm, oh, right there. And uh, like that is real moaning to me. Now, you say what? I said, okay, now. <laughs> Tony, you okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a talker. I really don't say much. Now, if I haven't had any in a long time, then you might find me. Like moaning just a little bit, like, oh my God, this is so good. This is so amazing. This feels so good. I might say that. Yeah. Well, that's because what makes it different when it's a, a long time? <laughs> I mean, for you to to talk. I guess I'm kind of used to a active sex life. And mm. so, you know, like going two, three weeks without it. Yeah, it's it's Simone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go back to what Joel was, what we were talking about earlier about uh being the giver. I feel like the person who's given should also make some sounds because you want I want the person to know that I'm enjoying the way that I'm pleasing them and I'm enjoying their taste or whatever I'm doing, that I'm enjoying doing that to them too. So I feel like it's necessary. Um, it was something else you said, Tony, that I wanted to hit on. I mean, I think it's different for gay men because. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, because like. Um, we just assume that it's good, like, you know, cause they want it. <laughs> I want it. So, you know, hey. <laughs> if it's, I mean, How like, is that good? How? Yeah, just because you gay, that doesn't mean that you automatically have good sex. Well, for men, you know, for for men, sex is a little different. We we approach sex a little differently from from women. Even a lesbian couples, we approach sex a little differently. Well, tell me about it. <clears throat> I mean, Educate like, us. Like like um in in most cases, you know, <laughs> it's a hookup, you know, mm-hmm. and so. I'm not hooking up with you because I'm not because I'm not attracted to you. I'm hooking up with you because I'm attracted to you. I think you're sexy. I think you're fine. I want to fuck you. So we already know what it's about, and you know, no, they might they love dick and I love ass, so it works. But listen, Tony, enjoy you chime in where you feel necessary because this is interesting to me. Just because I'm attracted to you doesn't mean that we're going to automatically have good chemistry and good sex. <laughs> Right, and I, that is something that I'm hearing you say, Tony. What you was gonna say, Joy? No, I was just saying I agree. I have been attracted to people, and when it came down to us being intimate, it was like, what the hell, you know? So, um, yeah, it's and even with heterosexuals, like I mean, we have hookups too, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. Do, oh, wow. do, do heterosexuals really have hookups? Yes. One night yeah. stands are such a thing. I've been in a heterosexual world. I've had a one night stand and thinking the same thing like you said, like, oh, and Georgia said, like, you're attractive. Oh, damn, you, you look like, damn, he, no, he got some good dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you get into it and it's like, uh, you don't even know what you're doing. Right. At some point in time, you, you got to find out. You got to, you know, test the waters to see, you know, if, if it is. And once you find out, if it's not, then you don't call them back. Well, you know what? This leads me to this. We 
you know, off record talked about this once before about how men automatically think, because it kind of kind of goes back to what you just said, automatically think they know what the other person wants. And I don't feel like that's always true. And that's the reason why being vocal in the bedroom makes a difference. Because it's not no one, it's not a one-stop shop. Just because you know how to have sex with one person really well doesn't mean that you know how to have sex with the next person really well. So attraction and all that stuff really doesn't matter if you are not listening to the person you're having sex with, even if it is a one-night stand. Well, that's (laughs) Only depends on that. Really, just depends on like, I guess, like the the how the person feels when you're inside of them. Because in the gay community, um, <laughs> you know, if you're, you know, if your asshole is loose, it's not good. You know, I mean, if it's tight, then oh, that's Lord. considered good. So sometimes you might. Guy might be attractive, and then when you get into the bedroom, you know, it's not. I kind of understand what he's trying to go with that. Like, as far as with men, when they meet a chick, she could look bad as hell. They like that that chick bad. But then when they get in the bedroom, her cooch is wide because she didn't fucking all over town, and they like, I just fell right in her cooch. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can understand what he's saying, like. Nah, this I'm not even attracting no more because yo, I just fell straight on in. Like, it, nothing. but what does that have to do with what we was talking about? How but because to because because for gay men, we like I mean, it's like it's it's sex is pretty simple for us because like with a woman, you know, you gotta probably talk to her, you gotta say the right thing, you know, you probably gotta <laughs> set the mood right, put on some. Music and some candles and not all some incense, you know. Not all women, especially <laughs> when it's a one night stand. If it's a one night stand, women don't care about that. I'm just trying to talk about the fact that a lot of men think, and this is in a heterosexual and in the in the gay world, they think they know how to please a woman. They just think they or or whoever they have sex with, they just mm-hmm. automatically think like. This is how to do it. I mean, it's it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, it. it's, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, you're on the bottom. I'm on the, I'm on the top. <laughs> Guys have points of where you can touch them that pretty much are universal all across the board. So you're saying that it's simple for gay males. I yes. think me and Joy are talking about for heterosexuals yeah, heterosexual and for is, lesbian you know, couples. For heterosexuals is much more difficult. Definitely. What you were saying, Joy, because uh, you were saying something. Oh, no. I was just saying, like, basically trying to piggyback what you were saying, like, just because the last person you slept with, it was awesome, doesn't mean whatever tricks you had up your sleeves with that person was gonna, is going to work on the next person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What, you know what I'm saying? Things you did with the last, the next person probably won't like, because I know I've been in those situations. Like, I'm with somebody... And I've had sex with them before, and maybe we didn't see each other for a while. You know, you one of those people, you know. And mm-hmm. I, later, then we hook up, and it's like now we hook up this second go or third go around. You doing some new shit, and where does new shit come from? Because you probably right. the last person. I don't like this shit. What you doing? Like go back to what we was, what we did. So yeah, is, you know what I'm saying. Now that's the turn off to me because now you trying to. 
You know, I agree. I agree because, it, and it's like, I now this is going to be a topic that we have to talk about. Like we have to make a big topic, but you just made a point about trying some new stuff in the bedroom, basically that you may never done before. So it's like, I don't learn something. Maybe I watched the porn or like you said, it's been some time since we had sex and I don't been with somebody else. Now I'm back with you again. So now it's like, I know some new tricks that <laughs> you didn't, <laughs> that's going to be an awesome topic. And it's like, how do we bring those new tricks into the bedroom? And is it okay that we bring those new tricks in the bedroom? Which I think it's okay. But um, any final thoughts about this moaning and talking in the bedroom? Any final thoughts from either of you? Real quick, that goes with what our topic is tonight, though. When you do bring new tricks into the bedroom, you do need to be vocal about it. You know what I, I, mean? yeah. I definitely agree. And you know what? Real quick, that makes sense because being vocal in the bedroom has it doesn't always have to be about oh I'm just being vocal during sex. It's just being vocal about sex. Period about with your partner, things that you want to try, things that you've learned. You know, maybe you feel like the sex isn't as good as it was uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Now you want to try something new, or you need to let them know, hey, this position doesn't work anymore for me. Like I used to love getting in front of back. I don't like getting in front of back anymore. I want to do missionary sex a little bit more, or, you know, let me ride a little bit more, or it's painful when you do it this way. It's like being more vocal in the bedroom about your sexual needs, because the one model that I have for sex and sensuality is I am the source of my own sensual pleasure, meaning that only you know what it is that you want in that bedroom and only you can vocalize that to your partner. So it's about everything. It's not just about sex. So I'm glad Joy brought that up that, I mean, it's not just about the, when you're in the act of sex, but it's about anything sexual in that bedroom, how do you talk about it? When do you talk about it? And just being able to be vocal enough about your sexual needs to your partner. Um, And you should be confident enough to be vocal. And if you aren't, then you need to have that conversation and communicate with your partner. Like, listen, it's some things that I feel like I'm not comfortable talking to you about. And I really want to work on that with you. I want to become more comfortable sharing with you my sexual needs and what I want from you sexually. So, Tony, any thoughts? You better find out what your person is into before you get into the relationship because I would hate for them to spring on me, hey, I want to try these tricks. And it's like, what? No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Well, the point is... (laughs) Is that sometimes as we go through our uh, throughout a relationship or even just a sexual relationship, we all change, right? And there are some things that may that we yes, we do, Tony. But there are some things that we may want to try, or we may we have learned about ourselves that we didn't know, you know. And now it's like, well, this is something I want to do now, and you should be able to have those conversations with your partner. Is that a heterosexual thing? No, I'm a lesbian woman, and I feel like it's 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 a every woman, every man thing. So whether you I, heterosexual, I, I, I don't know if that a sentiment is uh, seen that way in the gay community. I mean, well, amongst men. Well, know, we don't know. Maybe they're not I mean, being vocal enough cause about it. Because it's pretty simple. I mean, you're on the bottom, on top. Yeah. Well, maybe he want to be on top. Maybe um, that's the change. 
I mean, like on top is what? On like, top. Like he the riding, top. Like he riding top. No, the top. Maybe oh, he well, decided that he's learned oh, that now he wants to be the top. Well, that's the end of the relationship. Oh <laughs> Lord. <laughs> okay, so that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> we will save it for that. Joy, what is our tea of the day? day girl because that's not one of our segments guys that we will have every show we're going to have our tea of the day we're going to also do our relationship and advice of the day as well as tony's um astrology of the day constellation mapping of the day so joy what's our tea of the day then we're going to go to our advice of the day our sex question advice of the day okay well just a little bit of tea i, I don't know tt but um <laughs> Some of us have probably heard Janet Jackson. Jackson Janet Jackson is <laughs> out with her own her a documentary about her life, and um, I think this is going to be pretty interesting. Janet, you know, she said this is the truth. Take it or leave it. Love it or hate it, baby. So that means <laughs> if there's some juice that we. Don't know about her. Many of us are huge fans of Janet. So I think this would be very interesting, a very interesting documentary. I'm sure it's going to be some stuff we already know about. It's going to be some things that she's sharing that has been secret um, that now she wants to reveal. So pretty interesting. I can't wait. It's supposed to, I believe, come out in January. Yes, I am. Girl, I'm so excited because I'm a huge Janet Jackson fan and I'm just fascinated with the whole Jackson family and their life. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing what she has to say and what she's sharing. And I just can't wait for it. So I'm looking forward to it. What you want to say, Tony? Because it looks like you got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, I mean, she's cool. She's an okay artist. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, he's not a big fan like we are, Joy. <laughs> they come and get you, like how the Beehive come and get uh, people over Beyonce. <laughs> come get you talking about she all right. <laughs> Michael was better. Oh, Lord. See, I can't compare the two, but I can say that I feel like Janet is very talented. Very. She, uh, I love the fact that she can act, she sings, she dances. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, she's a businesswoman and she's business minded. And that's what I love about her. So question of the day is how do I get comfortable talking dirty in bed? And oh, goodness, it's so much we can say about getting comfortable talking dirty in the bed. You can start practicing practice by yourself. If you masturbate, practice masturbating and moaning. And, you know, when you touch yourself at certain places that, you know, make you feel good, <laughs> moan a little bit, say, mm -hmm, yes, you know, do things that you would want to tell your partner in the bedroom. So practice, 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 <laughs> practice on your own. The other thing is don't try to be a porn star, which we talked about earlier. Make it natural for yourself what comes naturally out of your mouth. If if something, if you naturally would say, oh, right there. Yes, yes, daddy, baby, mommy, whatever you say. Say those things, you know, but let's not try to be a porn star. Do either one of you have any advice that you want to share? I do feel like uh, a lot of times it depends on who you're with, it automatically, they automatically bring that out of you. Mm. And some, it, it just won't. And that's probably where you have to practice. You got to think about it. 
Like, why isn't this comfortable enough to be able to moan or talk? Because I, I thought it was all the way around for me being uncomfortable. But then when I got with a certain individual and it just freely came out, I was like, whoa, you know? So I really do truly believe in um, chemistry with people. Some people, they just bring it out of you. I agree with that. Some people will bring it out of you. And before you know it, you just talking and you moaning and you groaning and whatever else, you know, in the bed. And then there's certain people that you just don't feel that comfortable enough around to do those things. And then you have to ask yourself, if I don't even feel comfortable enough expressing myself to this person sexually, why am I even having sex with this person? So, Tony, anything that you want to say before we move on to your constellation mapping? (laughs) It depends on probably the nature of the person that I'm with. Yeah, depends on the nature of the person that I'm with. Because some some pe- people is in their nature to talk dirty and and uh, talk shit to each other while they're having sex. I just have to remember. I just have to remember. Okay. Well, let's go into that a little bit. Who, you know, let's talk a little bit about those people that it comes more natural to, you know, those astrological signs. Is that the right word? Um, I try not to say ast- I, not, I try not to say astrology because people automatically think I'm talking about the stuff on the internet, and you okay. know when I tell them they supposed to be with a cancer, they be like, "Oh no, I'm not supposed to." Be. Gotcha. But no, it, it's really the natures of people and their behaviors. So there are going to be certain people that have be- behaviors where they like to talk shit, and especially in the bedroom and. These are going to be your uh, air natures and your fire natures. These individuals love talking shit in the bedroom. So who <laughs> are some be, air natures and fire natures so they that's, know? That's going to be your Aquarius, your Geminis, and your Libras. There's also going to be your Aries, your Leos, and your Sagittariuses. Oh. Now, I'm, not say, I'm, not saying, right I'm not saying that, you know, earth natures and water natures don't do this but the ones that are definitely down for it and it and you, you th- there's nothing that you can possibly say to them during sex that would offend them it's mm. gonna be their air and fire natures so mm. real quick because i'm an earth sign right capricorn is earth mm-hmm. and i've heard capricorns you know are freaky in the bed yeah well i mean like capricorns we're, we're freaky but like in a different way it still has some conservativeness in it. Whereas a person that's of, of the fire nature and the air nature, they're going to be a lot more liberal in their sex. Okay, I've learned something new. Joy, any questions before we wrap up? <laughs> you say we're more, because I'm Sagittarius. Give me an example of being liberal in, in the bed. I mean, like, liberal, like, with, with most people that are fire natures um, or air natures, there there's no limits to sex. There's no boundaries. It's pretty much wide open. Like, they're going to be more open to the kinky stuff, threesomes, group sex, swinging, uh, watching, pe- watching other people uh, have sex. I think they call it being a voyager. Yeah, these people are much more open-minded when it comes to, you know, being. Well, I guess I'm a lame Sagittarius because I ain't open to none of that shit. You just, you, that's, <laughs> that, that's only because you just haven't found the right Libra to bring. Trust, it. believe, baby. <laughs> I'm 
watching. It's there. Trust me. It's there. You just have to find, if you find a Libra, he'll bring it out of you. Okay. So, so we, now we know that Joy has to find her Libra to bring out the freakiness. (laughs) All right, guys. His mama's a Libra though. Oh, oh, his mama has to be a Libra, which Tony will explain that next time you guys on how all that works out. So, we appreciate you all for joining us tonight on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. I am Mika Nicole. We have Joy and we have Tony and we will see you again next week. Have a good one. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.